This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Joe. Worshipful Brother Ken. And we have a special guest tonight. I'm going to call him the Master of Coin. <laughs> <laughs> he is Worshipful Brother Earl Ebert of Morningstar Lodge, our treasurer. How are you, Worshipful Brother Earl? I'm doing just fine, Worshipful Brother George. All right, and we're going to get into your Masonic career and we're going to talk to you a little bit about stuff, but. First, let's get into plugging our sponsors and whatnot. www.uponthepoint.com. Go on there. He's got all kinds of interesting, cool challenge coins. Again, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, so I'll put it out there. He's got the hand of the king, which is a cool pin. Uh, I also want to plug the www.thefreemasonspodcast.com. I decided to can the Father's Day shirt because I didn't think I had enough time to do it. I was looking for a nice image. Ken found one, but it looked like it was... uh, copyrighted copyrighted so i gotta come up with my own stuff uh not that i don't come up with my own stuff but some images i get inspiration for but you know i mean how you know how close is it when you're uh you know kind of you you dabble in there when you make a similar image so but anyway i want to put all my energy into making a masonic independence day shirt that's what i'm going to do so but let's get into some shout outs we have uh, two more people who like the podcast on Facebook. Shout-outs to Chip Cooksley and Julianne Cardos. I know her. <laughs> it's my sister. Ah. So, brethren. Thanks, sis. Charge your cannons, if you haven't already. Sorry, very slow. Oh, that's fine. Oh, that's perfect. you got to be that's delicate with toast. this Quite a large cannon you have there. <laughs> Brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva. 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 Oh, there's always one oh, late guy in the crowd. Random, man. You guys are lucky to even get me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we have uh, brother Dan in the house. Share my microphone, Danny. What's going on? All right. Hi, guys. While we're doing that, we have another toast to do. 
And uh, this toast is going to be, it's a five-star review on Apple Podcast. I actually found another way to try to find out the different ones. And it's actually, if you go right on and you type in Freemasons Podcast Reviews, they all pop up. You know, I was thinking about this, and I thought maybe it was a regional thing, right? Because, like, on Apple, you've got, like, the European region, the North America Uh region. If Gideon did a five-star review out in Amsterdam. But being the person who does the show, I should be able to see it. Yeah, you should be able to see everything. and the other thing is, I tried doing it on my phone, and every time I do it on my phone, it would just reroute me to the app, to the pod, to the um, Apple Podcast app. Yeah. So, and that's basically where I was going. Technology, I'll never understand it. Anyway, Adam Nelson from Utah, five star review. Love the podcast. Not a Freemason yet. Love that word yet. But you all have answered a lot of questions. I hope to be able to find a lodge like yours. Oof, that's a dangerous territory. <laughs> but um, you all have set the bars high for another lodge. I feel as though I have some close friends that I haven't ever actually met. Cool. That's awesome pod. That's an awesome uh, review. And uh, thank you, Adam Nelson. So we're going to give you a toast. Brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva! 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 Dan looks confused as hell in the other room. Are you lost? I'm still working. Oh, you're still working? Yeah. You're on the clock? So at any time I get a call, I basically have to send somebody out to go get a generator. Sounds like a rough job. Are you working? I've got a situation like that where I wait on phone calls. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm doing. Um, Are you working in the area? I realize. Uh, No, we do all over Connecticut. And basically, we provide generators for Eversource. No. And right now, if Eversource needs a generator anywhere in Connecticut... Banging on the table. Damn Italians with banging on the table. <laughs> if Eversource needs... He's not Italian. We present them as yeah, Italian. Just so. him, yeah. If Eversource needs a generator, they call me, and then I send one of the guys in my company out to go provide a generator but wherever it needs to be. But you're missing my point. Why are you here? Not that I'm oh, saying because to... I was on my way and it was I realized oh, okay, okay. timing wise I was right. like oh they're doing a podcast. He's like oh I'm working. I'm like why are you? <laughs> no, here? I'm not, this is where I say I'm <laughs> we're not, usually I'm very responsible. Working, but, yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, wow. let's continue on. Uh, I'm going to plug the Freemasons podcast Facebook page. I just actually posted a picture on the page of the four virtues that we've picked. We're going to pick another one tonight. Uh, the four virtues are up there, and I asked, hey. Um, let us know if you what what your strong one is, what your weak one was, and uh, let us know all about it on the that's on the actual fan page, the community page. Again, closed group. Uh, if you want to be a part of it, there's a lot of good information as well as horseplay that goes on in there. But uh, you have to answer the questions. Yep. You have to answer the questions. Don't just send me question marks. I don't actually screen it. Raf does, and he's much more brutal than I am. Mm. He just cans people. He, he don't care. <laughs> question marks. Don't answer questions. <laughs> gone. He let my wife on though. He did. Nice of him, yeah. That's nice of him. Yep. Did she, yeah, answer she answer the, the questions? She did. She actually okay. listened to the podcast. Ah, so didn't say. See, my girl asked me the answers, and I didn't realize what I was answering. I'm like, why are you asking me these? Ra-? She was like, because I have to answer them before so they let me on. Basically, <laughs> she's getting kicked off tomorrow. Is what you're saying? After hey, Raf right. catches wind. I'm not <laughs> All right. So. Uh, last thing I want to plug is the Freemasons Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel. We got some funny videos up there, but we're also going to be doing more and more live videos. So if you want to see them, go on there. 
And we're also on our Patreon. We have bonus edited stuff on there as well. So, yeah, you can see the videos on on YouTube, but the bonus episodes or the bonus clips that I have on there will not be on YouTube. So, with that being said, we're going to move on to, we've been doing this segment for a while. It's Franklin's 13 Virtues. Earl, what's your brother Earl? Do you know anything about Franklin's 13 Virtues? No. Franklin had 13 virtues that were basically what he believed in being a good person. He failed. He couldn't do them. <laughs> but each virtue, it's actually, if you want to look, you can see the little cards up there. Dan can not be so useless and actually show you the cards. But there's different things that are considered virtues of a person. Frugality, uh, resolution, doing what you said. Frugality is not blowing through your money. Uh, silence, which is if you got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. What's the other one up there? Industry. Mm-hmm. Don't be a lazy sack, basically. Temperance. And every week we pick a card. So, I'm going to fan these cards out. And you, sir, excellent, are going to pick one. I'll pick that one. This one. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. What's oh, the card? Intemperance. In, no, it's, oh, temperance. temperance. Oh, God, Ooh. I changed it, didn't I? You did. I was saying. <laughs> so, uh, actually. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure, Franklin. Maybe somebody had this printed up for him. Well, we oh, said he I, did I fail, George actually. created those. He, uh, George he created the quite cards. a few. I created the cards, but I just took this is what I had. And then for each, for each one, I made, picked an image that's on the card, see? Um, and I picked an image that related to that. So temperance is actually the image, and uh, we'll put that on the Freemasons podcast. It is the uh, the tarot card temperance. And it says, Franklin said, eat not to dullness, drink not to elevation. This one's pretty simple. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> but I'm reading it. Uh, this is basically broken down in layman's terms. Uh, the, this one's pretty simple. Eat until you're not hungry and uh, any more rather than stuffing yourself. Just eat till you're not hungry no more. Don't eat just for entertainment's sake or boredom's sake. Stop and stop drinking when it becomes to impair your judgment and sensibilities. That's going to be the tough one for us. Um, it is about self-regulating and what you put into your body and making conscious choice to put out only enough for good living. So that's the card. Temperance. How we think we're going to do, fellas? Uh, we got one week. We got one week. I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be okay. As long as we start tomorrow morning, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. It is Father's Day, and well, I do again, have some goodies at home waiting for me. I want to say, <laughs> I will say this: uh, we don't come up here and drink to oblivion either. So, I mean, if we come no. up here, we have a beer or two or whatever. You know. So we don't really. It's we're not really doing temperance or, or, or in intemperance or excess we're not drinking to elevation no not at all well one one thing one thing you might consider looking at maybe after this one's did mm-hmm. you ever see uh, uh washington's rules of civility we actually do right that on, on a uh, we actually do that right on patreon as in its own episode and we go through each one of them you may or may not do that one tonight i don't know we'll yeah. figure something out but uh temperance. oh i have want to do one more toast and i forgot to do it uh, I want to toast all the fathers out there. Ken, why don't you lead us? Shazam. All right. Happy Father's Day, guys. Happy I mean, Father's I know, Day I know to all the Masonic I... fathers and all fathers out there. And I know that this isn't going to be on getting posted on Father's Day because I just posted one today. Uh, but happy Father's Day anyway because yep. today is Father's Day. So 
happy Father's Day, brothers. And in fact, all of the brothers up here in this room, well, until Dan showed up, are fathers. So happy Father's Day to you, my brothers. At least not that he'll admit in front of us. <laughs> right hand to arms. arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right. So that pretty much wraps up the first part of this. So now we're going to get into worshipable brother Earl Ebert. I want, we're going to, I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to fire away. We want to know about your Masonic career, uh, where you got started, how you moved through, struggles, woes, high points, and low points. I can do that. The floor is yours. So, uh, as far as uh, masonry is concerned, I come from a from a family of uh, of masons. My my father was a mason. My grandfather was a mason. My uh, two uncles were masons. So when I grew up, that was that was part of our uh, of our structure. But uh, I never really got into it because uh, I don't know. That was my my father's thing, and I figured I was waiting for him to. Uh, to ask me to come with him to, to lodge and and whatnot and and uh, the problem was I learned <clears throat> actually at his funeral that he was not allowed to ask me to come to lodge that I had to ask him and he mm. was very strict about that I don't know whether was, I'm not I'm not from Connecticut I'm from Pennsylvania so maybe the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania has different rules related to that but but I never uh, I never became a Mason when I was a when I was a kid because because my father never asked, and I was, uh, was actually pretty moved by his uh, his Masonic funeral. So if you mm. if you look at some strange way of coming in, it's uh, it's because I looked at the Masonic funeral, understood what was going on, and said, "Okay, I've got to I've got to do this." So um, I, actually, I know this 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 comes up uh, uh, reasonably often. Is uh, is in our lodge? I was the first one to come through. What's the electronic system? The internet? The EMR. EMR system. EMR system. So, so I uh, I went on the website and said I'd like to be a, a mason, and it uh, it took quite a while to get through the system. But one day, a very 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 nice man, uh, uh, worshipful brother Dave Sorman, knocked on my door and said, "Hey, we got your uh, you got your your uh, your request here. Here's a petition. Fill it out. We'll come interview you, and uh, and we'll we'll." Uh, See if you can become a uh, a mason. How much time do I have to do this? Much as I like. The floor is yours. You um, got all the time in the world. Yeah, because I because I have one other thing. To it's say. over when it's over. I'll it's say over it. when it's over. Because I just uh, one of the one of the brothers I forget who it was asked for a uh, donation to the Shriners, Shriners Hospital, and I've made a donation. The reason I did that was uh, when uh, when my daughter was uh, was like one year old. Uh, we took her to the, took her for a standard checkup, and they said, uh, you know, your dog. We we found a problem. Your daughter has a uh, a situation called a congenital dislocated hip, oh, and no. what that is is your her hip socket had not formed properly. And we went, holy crap! This is the worst thing in the world. Our beautiful little child here, she's got this problem with her hip. So so our the pediatrician said. Well, okay. I'm going to call uh, the uh, Texas Scottish Rite Hospital, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get you get you signed up. So I went. Oh my God! What what do I have to do to, to get this fixed? I said. So I knew my I knew my uncles were members of the Scottish Rite. So I I said, Wow! Can I call them? She said, no, no, don't have to do anything. Oh, okay. All right, fine. So they applied. It took like a week. Came back and 
and said, uh, oh, well, you got in. It's like, well, well, will it take my insurance? How much is this going to cost? It's like, nothing. It doesn't cost anything. Sorry. Nothing at all. Nothing. Zero. So I'm like, well, here's an adventure. So off we went down to, it, it's, 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 uh, it's called the Texas Scottish Rite Hospital for Children now. It used to be the Texas Scottish Rite Hospital for Crippled Children, mm-hmm. which kind of made you feel yep. kind of strange. But uh, in any case, they gave her excellent care. They, they, they had doctors. They manufactured these, this um, thing called a Pavlik harness to get her, her hip all, all straightened out didn't cost us a thing and I looked at that and said this has got to be the, one of the most fabulous things in the world mm-hmm. where where they will take they didn't and they didn't ask me if I was a mason they didn't ask me if I was a member of Scottish Rite they didn't ask me if I had money they didn't ask me if I had anything they just took anybody any kid who had a problem they did it so I mm-hmm. I knew that one day that I would have to become a come a mason so I did came through the EMR and uh, ended up joining uh, Morningstar. Started out, uh, well, actually, it was uh, it was uh, Brother George took uh, Brother Brother Phil and I to uh, to get our degree. So I went through with uh, with uh, with Brother Phil. Now he's worshipful Brother Phil. Yeah, it seems to happen that way, doesn't it? <laughs> all become worshipful brothers. But uh, so yeah, so that was in fact. In fact, this is something worth mentioning. This is my 10-year anniversary. Today yes, it is. is my oh, congratulations! 10-year anniversary. Father's Excellent. Day and Father's a 10-year Day anniversary. and a 10-year anniversary. This this was the day we actually presented you your pin. That's right. That's right. So it was it was a little early, but it was closest mm-hmm. to thing. But this is this is the actual actual day that uh, we did it down in uh, in Stratford at America Saints John's. We have to yep. have to thank those guys for doing it. There were there were five of us went through. I think we were done at twelve fifteen. Yeah, I was, was going to say a long night. night. It was brutal. Long night. <laughs> wow, that's awesome! What a great story for Father's Day too. Yeah, no, it definitely is. So, as far as the Masonic career, I worked my uh, my way up through the uh, through the uh, the junior deacon seat, which I don't know. I, this is one thing I wanted to mention. I think it's kind of funny that most junior deacons. Uh, uh, fail to see the opportunity that, that they have, which is to say, but such an open lodge. I mean, I think it's I think it's hilarious, but most people don't even realize <laughs> that they can do that. So in any case, after I got my uh, <laughs> after I got that taken care of, I became junior warden, senior warden. I was scared this the for the next uh, junior warden or senior warden, so I made made Mudry be the worthful master again and after that <laughs> after that I became the uh, the worthful master. So it's George. Yeah. It's George stepping up. Well, I think back then we also had if you if uh, I believe there was a regulation you had to pass like a, the master's path test and all this stuff and you still you remember? Yeah, I remember. We had that. to jump through freaking hula that hoops was, when That was that was a that was a mess cuz we there were there were tests that had to be taken and then and then every Seemed like every six months it changed. So mm-hmm. you had something else that you had to do. Mm-hmm. You still technically have to go through the master's path. Really, it, it is still in the grand mm-hmm. lodge, and maybe not the rules and regs. It's in the officer's manual. It's somewhere up there. You're supposed to do it. I did it, but I never got. I never heard back when I did the master's piece of the master's. I did path it for one year when I was to move into junior warden, and I'll never forget because I was apparently using a different version of Excel or something. 
So I sent in my test. I got every single one wrong. <laughs> and, That's a computer. And the brother that was in charge of it, like, brother Brian, I won't say his last name, but we, yeah, actually funny. called me and said, brother, I stopped after the first five questions <laughs> because every single one is wrong. That's awesome. I'm like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? I'm like, and I knew I had some of them right. Like, I, I right. knew there was no possible way. So I ended up having to, like, print it out. That's presented as fashion. fact. That's presented as it, fact. I'm just throwing that it out. Se- it seems like getting all of them wrong is some level of perfection. There. Right, you would think. You should be you able, to, should be able to, to get something but out I'm of it. But I'm like, that. wait a minute. One quick little segue yeah, on ahead. this. One quick little segue on this. I do not believe in that, the master's path and having to pass tests and everything, okay. because I wanted to learn it. It shouldn't be forced on you. You should want to learn it, and that's just my take on it. Uh, again, all the degrees. You're not required to sit as master for all the for for any particular degree. Mm. But I did it because I wanted to learn it. So I don't believe in the whole testing. Bull, like, listen, I just don't believe in it. You yeah. should want to do it. I mean, we we are. I mean, we are kind of honor bound in this fraternity, right? You you do mm. obviously. You're, you're not forced, but you're expected to learn. You're you're expected to get to a certain level of proficiency in the East because uh-huh. we have inspections. Right. And yeah, that's kind of a lag measure, right? Like you're already in the East at the time that you're being inspected. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of standardized testing either. I, I think just kind of reminds me too much. Of I that. think no, the lodge I, should decide your fate. If you can't do yeah, the ritual, you, yeah. they shouldn't elect you. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah, but but I know is. my district deputy. He was uh, a great guy. The, well, that guy was. But when I was a junior warden, I had somebody else. They wanted to see me open and close the lodge before I could adv- advance past junior warden. Like They wanted to know that I could do that That's in reasonable. the event that I was called into action and had to. I was totally okay with that. Right. Nervous as all hell. But then I was blessed as senior warden um, with the greatest with district deputy to ever walk advisor. the face of the earth. And, uh, you know, that, that story has been told on prior podcasts. Yeah, so I won't sure get into that again. I just got to, uh, again. It was me. <laughs> I got to fluff my feathers. <laughs> oh, no, we'll fluff them for you. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, cool. it, it's, it seems like there's got to be some kind of a balance because I'm, I'm going back to in the my in my memory maybe it was my nightmare about that uh, about that exam and it was I remember going through the blue book and just scouring it for these minute little details that that really didn't no was not not helpful mm-hmm. the big the big picture items I think is useful because you're 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 the uh, you're now the you're now the master you came through a couple chairs big deal you've been in for in it for three years and now a guy who's who's been a mason for 40 years brings up some point that you're just kind of mm. you're open to it. it's like well I, I don't know i gotta go back to the blue book mm. to go figure that out which so is fine i mean you're not going to have the thing memorized when you're in right. the east you can always some of those sit. questions weren't even in the, bu- the blue book which uh, uh, let me just clarify the, <laughs> in the state of ritual. connecticut we have a blue ritual book i'm sorry i forgot that this podcast goes all over the place so in the state of connecticut we have a blue ritual book some of the questions that were on that test but, but it's not the blue ritual book it's it's the it's the regs Grand blue, rules yes there were yeah, some the, there were some in the blue ritual book and there were some in the blue rules and regs book and the officer's manual and i think they told and, you oh, too yeah, where was, to go to they find told it. you where to go to find it and the one but, i took they did but what are you learning oh, you, you're learning how to how to search the resources that, that you have available. Pretty when you much, I, had, that's it. I, I ended up finding a PDF version of it, which which helped a, yep. a mm-hmm. great deal. But I'm looking at it, it's like 
well, okay, now I now I've learned something mechanical. Now now I can yep, uh, right. I can hammer a nail or something yep. like that. It's not not, <laughs> not not very helpful to me. The helpful thing is if a question comes up in Lodge and you don't know the answer and you know it's in the rules and regs, you right. have to know a where the rules and regs are, how to mm-hmm. access it, and how to search it effectively. Yeah. But knowing little chunks of you know ritual like sub you know like 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 ad mad libs or whatever where they're like leaving a word blank and oh mm-hmm. I have to go find what that word is like that's not yeah, something yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. you don't <laughs> run into that <laughs> when you're in you, the you, east, you, you you've obviously done it done it sooner uh, uh, or or closer to now than I have but I do yeah. remember that's just horrendous it was like six months ago <laughs> <laughs> that's fine it was a little bizarre so you took the test go from there. Yeah, so now you're now you're sitting in the in the east, and uh, we were talking about this before we started up that that there's there's the uh, there's kind of the, the the mason part of it, which is you know being able to open the lodge, being able to close it, being able to have discussions, being able to, to just just deal with with general business. Then there's like the like the problems where where someone throws you a, throws you a serious loop, like for instance the. Uh, the, uh, the the secretary for for no apparent reason admits a uh, admits a mason who hasn't completely paid all of his dues at the that at wasn't, me. That wasn't me that, that wasn't me that wasn't me wasn't me so now and now so now you have another guy who's uh, who's talking to the grandmaster and telling them about that so mm. so now you have a deal where that wasn't me either that wasn't me either. <laughs> So, We've so established it, that it wasn't that none of this was your that, fault. That it wasn't me. So, Continue. so here you have a. Uh, well, in fact, as, as, I, as I recall, I was in Japan at the time, so I'm I'm oh, here wow. uh, I'm here overseas, uh, uh, trying to trying to deal with my jet lag and this fairly serious problem where where it was it was created and I had to I had to find my way through it. So this this isn't in the rules and the regs. This isn't right, in, in right. any of that crap. Mm-hmm. This is now your. You're the man, you know. You've, you've well. You're the master. You should know. You're what to the do. master. It's your. It's your problem. It's it's sitting sitting in your lap. There's no one to delegate. You have a. You have a. Uh, well, in fact, we talk about the the, the, the power that you have mm-hmm. as as the master. But but you're, it's it's you got to deal with it. It's it's your it's your thing. You can't delegate it. You can't ignore it. You I want to add this too. I don't care what lodge, what state, doesn't matter. When you hit the master's chair, at some point in your year, shit will hit the fan yeah. for something. Oh, guaranteed. Truth. Guaranteed. <laughs> True story. Something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and I try to warn everybody about it. And like, they don't believe you. They don't believe you. It's not all peaches maybe, and cream. You maybe, don't get to just wear the funny hat. Like, maybe not coming up things. with 10 agendas a year. It's a lot more. <laughs> but continue on, Earl. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, I mean, that, that's, that's absolutely right. So that's, that's the one I could think of. But I... I I swear there had to be a half a dozen things in the in the year that I was I was the master that was like holy crap this mm-hmm. this is this was not a, this was not on the Mad Libs mm-hmm. this was not in the in the on the on the course you know I, yep. out of any, yep. I'm, I'm kind of freestyling my way my way through this one and you just you just have to do it mm. yep. you just have to do it <clears throat> so what was the what was the the hardest thing of your master year what was the biggest issue you had. I asked this to everybody, so don't feel like I'm singling you out. Here. No, I think, and I you can plead the fifth. I, I, no, I, I think it I think could be that pain in the ass who came before you, and you know, it was basically being a pain in the ass. The whole well, time. well, yeah. It was, so <laughs> what? It was? It, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly the pain in the ass. It was. It was more like. It was more like we had a. We had a huge, huge. Uh, I'm going to call it a social issue. A huge ah, social issue. Yes. 
and that George took the brunt of it, but it still spilled over in the, oh, in the, into me. Where still spills over today. Still spills. Yeah, well, it's still, still some of it today. Still some of it Me today. and Earl get constantly CC'd on emails together <laughs> on uh, certain you know, things. And immediately I call him up. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, He's like, just relax, just relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just. Earl's the voice of reason. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, we're a very good yin and yang over at Secretary and Treasurer. I, 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 I really find it to be kind of amazing for some of the stupid things I've done <laughs> that I've become the voice of the reason with voice of the reason with this lodge. Well, I, if you're I, comparing yourself to George, yeah. Well, well, what, what was, what was, what was funny was when we were. I don't, I don't, I don't know how much. Uh, well, what the hell? Nobody, nobody over there is going to listen to this anyway. But uh, when we were moving, oh, there was this one guy from the, from the previous facility who was a tremendous pain in the butt. We're here moving. He came up, and he was just going to gonna find some way to, to screw us, and all we wanted to do was get out. So We could tell I, the story. Basically, yeah. the guy wanted us to pull the carpet up. And take the carpet yeah, with us. Yeah, right. He wanted us to take and the carpet. Earl's over there, calm as can be, I, I, and I'm I, over there like a volcano. Had, yeah. So I, so I, so I said, here, here are my, here are my two approaches to it. One of them was, I said to these guys, nobody talks to him but me. Nobody. If he talks to you, point at me. If somebody else talks to him, point at me. I will be the only one talking to this guy. Okay, okay. Nobody wanted to talk to him anyway. And then I used my crazy person voice. It goes like this. Yes, George, I understand that you have a concern about this, but there are other considerations that we have to make. And so I, I went with my crazy person voice, mm-hmm. and we ended up leaving successfully. Mm-hmm. I think we compromised, though. He wanted us to take, we had one riser that we had to take out. He wanted us we to take took, the riser out. We took the riser out. All right. But, that, but, but then that, the next but, thing was. But, that, but that, was, that was the beginning of it. So yes, the, the riser we looked at, it's like, well, okay, this riser is, is is obviously you can't use this room with this here, so we'll, right. we'll take it out. And then it was, oh, now I want you to take the carpet up. <laughs> carpet, no. that, mind you, was there from like the 1970s when we went there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the last thing I'm going to be doing is carpet. pulling up carpet and so, getting so, myself so, a lung infection. So no, I, I'm good. I, I, I actually remember that line. I'll do it on my crazy person voice again. <laughs> we committed to leave. We did not commit to take the carpet up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was. But we got a good. Like I feel like I'm more of the hell that's, on wheels. That stage was the big issue with that. That's, well, that's, that's what we're talking about. The talking. Riser. Yeah. Sorry, I walked out for a second. But that riser. Oh my god. Well, it's you know, you pain know, for no reason it's, it's, whatsoever. It's, it's, it's kind of like I'll, I'll bring my bring my father up again because he he and I have this have the same. Uh, strategy towards building things, which would be the same thing as whoever built this riser, and that is, that is, if it if it requires two nails, use thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yes. Pulling that apart was such a nightmare. It took yes. like eight of us just to pull yeah. like four pieces yeah, of wood off was, just to was, fold it in half. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! It was so I couldn't yeah. I couldn't pick anything. I will say I mean, though, dumping them in the Seymour dump was kind of cool watching it because they have the crusher. <laughs> And seeing that thing buckle in the crusher, like, oh, it was actually really, really cool and kind of satisfying. <laughs> well, but, well I, I, actually, we're ta- talking about the move. I thought, I thought your line about the so so we we moved out of the the 
second or third floor? It's the second floor. Second floor. Second, second floor of church. Mm-hmm. And moved up to here, which is just up the road, in the second floor. And George had the greatest line about the uh, the uh, smooth and the rough ashlars, which which they're they're serious. Was it holy shit? They're heavy. <laughs> yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're, they're made they're, out of solid they're, marble. They're, they're like six hundred pounds they're, each. I mean, they're tremendously heavy. And and he made it made a lineup when we got out of here that's like. Uh, if we ever move out of this lodge, whoever takes this move takes this building over is going to have to learn how to deal with these ashlars because they're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we've said before, it took, what, six of us to get them up those stairs? <sighs> they were freaking heavy. Yeah, yeah. But, marble's no joke. When it's but I, just getting back onto the track, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, Earl's a very good yin to my yang. He's very cool, calm, collected. He thinks very... I, 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 I do applaud you. I'm, I'm not being... You know, facetious or anything. I'm being serious. Like, he's very cool, calm, and collected. He very he thinks about things. Whereas me, I'm all just I'll rip your head off. So it, I haven't a- noticed, <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah, not like anybody. So surprise, anybody surprise the canon. Yeah. So you're the hardest thing in your year. What was it? I mean, we had my little side joke of, are we going to keep doing this? By the way, Joe, we're going to keep we're going to keep doing this, aren't we? Joe? Well, I like to keep taking jabs at each other <laughs> midstream. Like I, I hope like, so. We're like three episodes deep and keep, keep taking like pot shots. Unless you tell me to stop. No, 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 no. It's no. your show. <laughs> I'll be the referee. There's another I'm one. There's another one. Whisper All right. Counsel into right. other I'll, get well, we'll it, we'll, I'll get my we'll last part listeners. You. Our listeners can comment on the page. Do they like the banter between us or not? Well, that's why. And Perfect. we'll let the listeners mm-hmm. decide. Look at you. Very good. I'm proud of you. You know what? Very proud of you. because I'd like to be your yang. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, I let's get. Let's, we gotta please. We gotta yeah, so go. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what the the hardest thing the, the in the in the, the my year was, but I think the hardest thing happened happened the year before, because uh, uh, I don't uh, I don't I one of the things that I found kind of kind of terrifying when I had my interview was the the guys who came to my house said, oh you know it's a lot of a lot of memorization and a lot of a lot of things we have to remember things well i don't remember anything i'm i'm a, I'm a notebook guy if mm. it's worthwhile right worthwhile remembering i write it down <laughs> i don't remember anything now i'm in a situation where i've got to do this degree which is a a, a serious amount of stuff so the amount of time that i spent and this was before i became the master because i wanted to do wanted to be able to do at least an ea degree oh my god i, I can't it had to be months that it took me to, to, to memorize that. I remember, I remember we were out. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a deer hunter. Well, I used to be a deer hunter. I'll get back to it. But I'm I mean I'm sitting in the stupid woods in Maine with a ritual book, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm lifting up and I'm looking around to see if there are any deer to get shot. And when I don't see any, I go back to the ritual book and then I close it and then I go blah 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 blah. blah. Oh crap! That wasn't right. And I go back and I look around for any deer that need to get shot. No, there aren't any. You know, it's freezing cold. I, 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 my hands are good. So, so that, that was it. Just trying, trying to get it memorized. And I always, I always tell the the uh, what the the master who's who's leaving. I said, look, man, the only time you ever get it perfect is the last day. Your last day. You're going to be absolutely peerless. It's like. Why the hell couldn't I have done that in the beginning? Now, you know, now here's my last time. And everything just goes, oh, I finally memorize it. 
now it's of no use to you. Right. You're, you're done. Right. I, I just want to say, and this just gives a good point that Masons are good people, is that uh, there's probably about 15 deer that didn't get shot that day. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, yeah, you were trying to learn your ritual. So, so, so I'm the, saying Bambi passed by at least 15, 16 times, got a drink, ate, and so I'm just making a point. That's all. <laughs> uh, I hate the sidebar again, but what's the weirdest place you guys have ever studied your ritual book? The tire rack at work. Okay, I hid one. in the tire rack. Yeah, in the, they had a back the room. They had a back room, which is where they kept. I, I don't want to disclose where I was working mm-hmm. with, but it it, it rhymes with a buyer spone. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they have a room in the back where they have all the racks of tires. And you know, I'm a mechanic. I worked flat rate. And, you know, I get paid by the car that came in. So, basically, for a couple of weeks, my paycheck took a huge dip mm-hmm. because I was hiding in the back in the tire racks. And I would sit there with my book and just walk back and forth up and down the aisles. And that's how I learned my ritual. The other thing was talking to myself in the mirror and talking to myself in the car. Okay. So, yeah. 90% so, of the United States so thinks I'm standard. crazy. So, so. My, mine, mine was uh, was in the car also. So, car. I mean, mm-hmm. the sitting in the woods was easily the weirdest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think that's probably... <laughs> Joe, what was your weirdest? I've honestly got nothing exotic on this. I was trying to oh, think of something way and something. I did a lot of it in the car where I'd record it into my phone and I'd answer the questions back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, surprisingly enough, I have nothing wow. crazy. I thought you'd be the weirdest one of all. Dan, well, fire away. I, I got a good one. And it actually is uh, to Brother Perry. Brother Perry called me one time and we were actually about to... We'd either just finished or we're about to go into a job. We're in between two buildings in like a little alleyway in my car. And this was actually for his either fellow craft or EA degree. He was memorizing the questions and answers. And he wanted to go over it with someone. And he called me up. Hey, man, do, are you good? Are you av- Yeah, we're right here. We're on the same job. Yeah, you mind if we just hop in your car <laughs> real quick and just go over this? And I'm like... Yeah, sure. And I'll tell you what, it was one of those things where if anybody would have saw us, yeah, we probably look like nutcases. Cause I'm sitting there holding yeah. a book, yeah. listening to him, watching him go back and going back and forth with him. And we're, yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you messed up a little there. Because he, he probably had it like 80, 90%. So let's be clear. Let's imagine be clear. the cops rolling up. On I was just going to say, I can only imagine. imagine. Two guys, or one guy jumps into another guy's car in an alleyway. All right, just we're just throwing. studying ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, where was your weirdest? Well, oh, bathroom. Bathroom. I, I hid in the bathroom for about an hour, you know, two hours before my first EA degree in the East. Is that because, because it's I was, tiled? Yes, it was. It was well tiled. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, yes, what I did I there? Yeah. Uh, because we make tile installation products. Yeah. Very But clever. I was like, very you know what? I, I'm not going to have time to do this. Like, what can I do? Where can I go? I, You know, I'm, I'm not going to sit in my office and read this blue book because people are going to think I'm like, I don't know, like. So you're at work. Like a religious fundamentalist or something. So I went and hid in the bathroom for an hour. So clearly tomorrow morning, once this podcast posts, we're all getting fired for doing something outside <laughs> Probably, of work. Probably, yeah. Well, not, work. not me. Oh, okay. I'm going to open my resume <laughs> before I leave. All right. So we've covered uh, toughest and easy. Uh, did we talk, talk about the, the what was your most? We haven't, actually. What was the most uh, gratifying part about you being master? Oh. Oh, so I'll go. I'll go back to the back to the funeral. I had the opportunity to do a, a Masonic funeral, so it's uh, it, it's 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 really kind of a weird thing to, to to mention to people that you enjoy 
doing funerals, especially when you're not a funeral director. Mm. But I think I think a Masonic funeral is one of the one of the best things we do because it's uh, it's not something that's sad. It's not. It's it's more of a uh, respectful. It's 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 respectful, and it's like it was it was uh, you know you're you're gone. Uh, we we're we're gonna miss you. We'll see you on the other side. Have a nice trip, and that's that's about it. And it's it's a. I think that was the most gratifying thing was at the the funeral that I did. I, I would agree with you. I did uh, uh, worship brother Alan Buntings. He was one of the guys who got me into this and it was a pleasure to do his and uh i've actually been to a couple masonic funerals um as a knight's templar honor guard and basically it's a templars at the foot and at the, the head and they literally are at order swords with their heads down and it's really very nice and on top of the masonic there was funeral. one for commander mm-hmm. That's yes it's called a it's called an honor guard and they basically it's usually only two knights uh, although there can be more I'm sorry, I'm kind of segueing off on this, but uh, it's two nights and, at any given time, and they rotate in and out depending how long the, how long the funeral is. Um, hmm. You have two knights Templar under sword, under arms with the you whole know, time, the whole time, yeah. and they literally um, they they stand with you know at order swords, which yep. means their sword is yep. pointed order down, swords. and their head is kneeled, and they literally stand there for the entire procession. That's really cool. And then you have the Masons come in, and they are on the outside of them, so yeah. that uh, it's it's very cool. And then what wow. you do is, if you if it's a long procession, the Masons, you know, after 10, 15 minutes, you know, they'll, you know, one Mason will, or the two Knights will come to attention, and they'll walk off, and two more will come take their plot, uh, take their place. That's pretty cool. Very very cool to see. Yeah. Wow. So, but uh, yeah, so I'd have to agree with you. The Masonic funeral is very gratifying. It makes it all worthwhile. On why we're doing this, and it's uh, really an opportunity for us to show the family what this brother meant to the fraternity, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you you have that kind of ceremony. Yeah, that's right. It's impressive, and especially if somebody that doesn't know anything about Freemasonry or anything, they sit there and they watch and like, wow, not for they're doing this for this person. They must have meant a lot to them. Yeah. Let me see. Let me also add to this. I'm speaking to all Freemasons out there. Go to Masonic funerals, even if it's not for somebody in your lodge. Go, because there's nothing more impressive than seeing. You know, I mean, granted, you have a bunch of lodge members. Let's say you have a small lodge. We get five, six guys show up. How many do we have, Dan? We had probably ten, about twelve. Yeah, I, I guess about ten, ten to twelve. Ten to twelve, right? Yeah. It was like it was, it, like was ten. it was a good six on each side. It was a good six yeah, on each side, and for our yeah. small lodge room, and there's forty was, people sitting there. It was impressive it to was see us really lining cool the walls too, because yeah. we all dressed in officers. Mm-hmm. So with all the all the higher and lower officers, everybody had blue aprons on, and it it was with the suits or tuxedos because regular officers did have tuxedos. But between the two, it looked really impressive with the blue aprons and everybody in white mm-hmm. gloves and the whole thing. Uh, Ryan and I had most of the speaking parts, and I thought mm-hmm. it went off. It actually went really well. It did. It, despite we actually we talked about it in a previous podcast, uh, Ryan being mm-hmm. nervous about the whole thing. No, it was very very impressive. So, and for those that have never seen it, there's a part in the ceremony that always hits me hard and, and means a lot is when we do the roll call. So we'll take a roll of, of some of the members that are at the funeral that day, and then we'll call the name of the the brother that has passed, and we'll call his name three times waiting for him to answer and then another part of the ceremony goes on after that after we acknowledge he did not answer the role but just hearing those names 
come out as you're there and then calling that brother's name and not hearing a response. It's powerful as somebody putting on the ceremony. Imagine how powerful that is for the family watching and the, the, the friends that are watching. That part always hits me. We've established that I'm a sensitive guy yeah. on the prior <laughs> podcast. You are. You're a big softie. I am a big softie. <laughs> Um, Seeing 15 guys come in in tuxedos and aprons and jewels, yeah, uh, it's like on the edge of tears, mm. that shows something to the family about what this fraternity and what these brothers mean to us. Right. All right, Earl. Getting back to you. You've done your master's year. You're all done. What are you feeling? Where the hell do I do next? <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think the place that we are now is a. Uh, is a is a very good one because uh, I, I remember it was like you would uh, I'm driving at something that's why I'm asking this okay, question. okay all right so so I'll, I'll just talk for a little bit and then you can 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 jump in if I'm Mm-mm. going off no no or, uh, go no no I want you to speak go ahead well that's that's right because I'm the voice of reason I get to, <laughs> I get to say whatever I like the yang the yin to his so, yang so we uh we've kind of we've kind of stabilized things and and uh, George comes to me the the uh, the one the one year, and he says, you know, you know, uh, I want to be the secretary, and I think you ought to be the treasurer. He says the reason the reason behind that is, and he says, and just a long term commitment. But the guy, the guy who who I took over the treasurer's job from, good God, I can't, I have no idea how long he did it. It had to he be he did it for a very long t- time, 20, 30 years or something like that. Don't worry, George. You'll break that record. <laughs> well, and the and the, the point the point the point that George made to me was that that the of the, the the masters will come and go, but the machinery of the lodge runs on the secretary and the treasurer. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have someone like me, like I was complaining before about one of the reasons I wanted to to, to see this podcast is it's the stuff that I do for Morningstar Lodge is work. I do I do work. I write checks. I do bad reports. I balance things. I mean, it's it's all work, and it looks like these guys are having fun. So I wanted to have some fun too. So, but 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 so where where we are is we have the machinery going down. We have a a new lodge room. We have people coming in. It's uh it's it's way more exciting and interesting. We have uh, things happening that we we have. I'm sure that the car show is has been mm-hmm. brought up. It's mm-hmm. a a big stinking deal that we that we do every year for. For no other reason than to collect a bunch of money and to give it away, mm-hmm. which is especially mm-hmm. gratifying. So, so as far as where we're going, I think we're in a in a good place, and as long as we can, you know, keep in a in a in a, in a good direction, pick up new things, get get new ideas on what to do, I think we're we're going to be golden. I I think you know the reason, and I'll, I'll jump back. I'll do a little bit of a nostalgia. <laughs> I wasn't the actual secretary yet, um, and actually, funny thing, the guy who was before me, he didn't want to be secretary, but he always wrote next to when he wrote his name on the minutes, he wrote PT, which is pro temp. He did that for, what, six years? Yeah. Secretary pro temp, <laughs> secretary pro temp, secretary pro temp, which means, listen, not only am I saying I don't want to do this anymore, I'm also writing it on paper as right. a protest. <laughs> right. it's a, it's that I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So eventually somebody's going to show up and say, I am the secretary. And he's going to be like, done. And who came before uh, me was right worship brother Bob Peck. Before you as treasurer was worship brother Dick Libby. And they were they were up there in age. And you can, I mean, they've been doing it for so long, you can tell they were getting burned out. And I said, hey, Earl, 
maybe it's our time. Maybe we grab this from them and you know we 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 take it to the next level. And I, I don't know about you. I, I know I got a briefcase with a bunch of loose pieces of paper, and I think you got a Walmart bag. Is my am I right? Full of <laughs> yeah, I, you know, very I, old no, school. No, no, way. no. They were they were a, a stop and shop bag. Stop and shop bag. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I call it. I call. I call. I call I call it the call it the archive. I look at every well. It's now the summer period, so maybe I'll get into it. Because my when I got this, I have this box. It's out in my garage. It's the archive, and and I decided that I will never give the next guy one of these. <laughs> so everything I do, I scan it and I shred it. So as far as as the stuff that I do, how much it weighs, it weighs nothing. Right. And with, during the summer, what I'm going to do is I'm. Before I started this philosophy, I'm going to go back and find all my stuff. I'm going to scan that and shred it, and then eventually I'm going to get to that goddamn stop and shop bag out of my garage <laughs> and shred every last bit of that yeah. too after I scan it. I like that plan. I think personally, between you and me, as a joke, we should do that. I'll, I'll come up with this old I will go to like like ritualistically <laughs> yeah. literally across the street there is an antique store I'm going to find the oldest briefcase I can find I think Earl should get some old stop no, and shop no, no, paper no, no, bags no no, no, no I'm going to go get a shopping cart you know I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> in with my shopping cart I'll <laughs> pile of paper huge pile of paper and have the stop and shop bags tied to the outside yeah. the <laughs> and hand it to the new secretary yeah. and treasurer yeah. like, yeah. here guys this is everything I'm, we got. I'll make, I'll make sure it hasn't been oiled. I'm like, maybe the, maybe the wheels off. You got the one wheel that's flat. The whole bunch of plates spinning around. Yeah, yeah, yes. And okay. then burn the entire thing and say, just kidding, and hand them like a portable thumb drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Like, this is what we had to go through. So you know what? You're next. Uh, I uh, and The point that I was driving at before, and the reason why I asked you that question is because I found as a past master for, until I became secretary, because it was, I think it was a two or three year lull before I became secretary, and you even as treasurer, I found as a past master, there's nothing to do. You leave that chair, and it's like, well, what do I do now? I knew I wanted to be a, a district deputy. I wanted to move up and everything, but there's no guarantee that's going to happen. Right, right. It kind of fell on my lap. I took the opportunity, but there's no guarantee that was going to happen. Um, and I, this is the reason why I'm bringing this up is because past masters, after you leave that chair, don't just prepare for your, your year as master, prepare for what's going to happen when you leave the chair. And I think personally, past masters should be a mentor to an EA coming in. So when you leave that chair, your next chair, your, your next move should be mentor. For a new EA or a fellow craft mm-hmm. or master mason, make yourself important. I, I see a lot of past masters that come through and they're just like, done. Well, 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 I'll, well I'll tell you what, because you probably don't remember saying it to me, because uh, you know, after I got done, <coughs> the uh, the 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 behavior that I had looked a whole lot like. Whew, I'm done with that, man. I'm done with that. I'm not and, saying and, you shouldn't was, take a Masonic vacation. It was, it was, it was a Masonic <laughs> vacation because I, I remember you told me, you said I was, you weren't sure I was coming back. And, uh, you know, it, it took, I don't know, like three quarters of the next uh, next Masters year when I started, okay, now I can mm-hmm. now I can come back. But if you had something established, you know, you know the, here is... Here is your job. It's not a difficult job. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a nice job. 
you can tra- help you help you transition. You know, after the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't, uh, but I, I f- we actually have made the joke multiple times about the Masonic vacation because we've had masters that right after, right oh, when January comes, yeah. poof, three months later, they're gone. They don't come back anymore. Oh, yeah. And we always make three or four, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> we make the joke that it's, oh, yeah, oh, where, where's Worshipful, where, where's Worshipful Brother or so-and-so? Oh, he's on his Masonic vacation. <laughs> Because he's done with January, January, February. Comes back either March or April or May, you know. But he'll be back, you know. I got asked by my senior warden last meeting if I could be his chaplain next year. That's how they. That's got where me. I moved. So I was like, "That's eh, where I moved." It seems easy enough. We have a chaplain, a regular chaplain, yep. but he goes mm-hmm. down to Florida and does the snowbird thing. So I'm like, "Well, when he's down there, I'll I'll be the chaplain, and I'll mentor and." Do those think, kinds of things, but that's yeah, exactly. I think chaplain gets sucked back into some chair. I think a chaplain is a first is a is a good chair for a first year past master. I really do because you kind of sit next to the master, and mm-hmm. that past master who's sitting in the chaplain chair can mentor absolutely the master. Again, it, it doesn't necessarily have to go that way. Our lodge doesn't have that. Dan is actually the chaplain. Um, um, actually, on that subject, though, what I will say, I like that idea. I just like the idea of if I was to, oh sorry, if I was to um, sit in the master's chair, to have a past master next to me, literally right next to me, yes. reading the prayer, so he has the book. So if I need advice, fumble on yeah. the line, something, it, I think it's definitely. It depends on the past master it. now. Yeah. I agree I will, with that. I agree with I that. I will also say there are past masters that still think they're in charge. So sitting as yeah. the chaplain, yeah, they'll be true. barking orders in his ear. Dude, it it's not your chair. Right. It it's got to be the right, right past yeah. master. Yeah. It does. It does. So I'll agree that, with that I leave that up to whomever is coming in as master. Yeah. Yeah. Really? No, I like that. that. No, but I I do like I don't know. I like that idea, like of, of somebody just a more senior guy. Because right now mm-hmm. we have Ryan. I I've never sat. You know, I've never actually sat in the top three chairs at all. I got up to senior deacon, and that was it. And dumbass. Well, yeah, I bowed out. <laughs> I, I bought a house. I I couldn't. Yeah, whatever. I have my own responsibility. Screw you guys. Yeah. Um, you guys are all looking at me like, yeah, shut the. No, fuck that's up. totally fine. If it you, was just you don't feel that you can. I didn't. Hey, that was exactly it. I felt like actually my senior deacon year, I didn't do as good as I should have. I actually neglected what I felt like was my senior deacon, and then I bought a house. So I was like, I'm gonna neglect so much more, and I'm gonna be in one of the top three chairs. There's no way I need a year off before I can even think about stepping back. Yeah, I think that's responsible. And I think it was you just made the right call. It was one of these where, not for nothing, Ryan got a little upset just because of the line and everything, and it just, whatever whatever it was, right now I'm the chaplain, and it just, it didn't work out bad. Awesome. Yeah. But that's what I, I, I think. That's, but that's my opinion, and again, it, it varies on the past master. If it's the overbearing Napoleon Syndrome past master, then no, he doesn't need to sit there. He needs to go off to the side. Right. Uh, but if actually it's, no what I was sorry to interrupt just for a second um, what I was trying to get at is I sit next to Ryan and Ryan kind of gets nerves sometimes where uh-huh. he gets super nervous and not for nothing, I don't I've never sat in that chair I don't know what it's like so I can't really advise him one way or the other when right. he gets that way all I can do is give him a you know hand on his shoulder you're doing a good job but you, but you, know, but you know what what's funny it's the it's really the, the the wonderful thing about uh, being the master that's that's not a part of of normal society, and that is that uh, 
you know, a lot of people, we're, we're in a democratic society mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we take votes and all that stuff. That's not the case for the, for the master, except no, for spending money. The master runs the show. So, I mean, I, when I, I became, I, I was nervous too when I was, mm-hmm. when I was a master. And then all of a sudden it's like, if I want to tell George to shut up, I just, <laughs> you can do that. Tell him to shut up. Bang that gavel. Guess what? He, he shuts up. <laughs> You know, if, if I if I want to talk about this, oh, hey, I'll talk about this. If those rules only applied to yeah, this yeah, podcast, it, it's, 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 not, it's not it's it's not it's not right. It's not not the normal world, you know. And, and like and like, uh, I, I remember once I'm doing doing part of the ritual, and I screwed it up, and someone from the floor says, uh, "Oh, you should have said blah 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 blah." It's like it's like. Bang. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I'm the master. I I'm going I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and if it, I get something wrong, you're just going to shut up about it. Simple as that. My way you go. pleasure. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's, it's a beautiful thing. But that's what I love really about being chaplain for a couple of years, because there were times where things some other past masters may get a little. Uh, Grumpy on the sidelines, just start chiming in. And you were just like gavel him down. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Look at me. And I'm like, bang what your kind gavel. of what kind of chaplain are you? If you're like, just bang your gavel. He's like, what? I'm like, bang your gavel. Mm-hmm. So he did, and a brother wasn't listening. No. So I said, here's. I, said, I remember that. Hey, do it again. I said, bang it again. Call up your junior warden and say, how goes the hour? You don't even have like, to do what? that. You could just say, "Brother, senior deacon, please." Well, but I wanted to make a point, and he—he's like, "I'm like, you're going to refreshment right now," mm-hmm. and he did, and it was like, people are like, "Oh my god, well, Who, who's it, getting in trouble?" Like that whole when you're in school, everybody's like, "Ooh, yeah, exactly." Yeah, and if, exactly. And if, but you and have if, to maintain. And if, and if the guy, and if the guy was any kind of a kind of any kind of a worshipful master, he would have said. Oh wait! I remember. I know. I know what's going on. And he did. I'm. I'm out of line. Yes. I'm out of line. Yes. And, and we apologize and just shut up and try and be a, try and do the right thing. I don't think I've ever been gaveled to the ground, but if I ever did, I would sit right down and just end it. Like That's because I run the line. No, no, no. Seriously. <laughs> no. In all seriousness, all joking inside and everything. If if I was ever talking where it's like I I feel like it, well, even if it's something about something because you know we do have conversations in lodge that have to do with that. the honest right? answer is I think with your experience and you brought it up on this podcast you had somebody challenge you in an authority position where you were in an authority position you brought it up before mm-hmm. you had somebody challenge you and I think that you respect everyone else in the lodge where you give the opportunity of if you don't agree with me. Say your piece, but seeing you in Lodge, you never bring up anything that controversial or that challenging against the grain, if you will. Even stole even let's say it's a, it could be no, something it, as insignificant as like the car show or something like that, and and I'm talking about it, and I think we should do this, and I think we should do that. If Ryan banged that gavel and told me, George, enough. My ass would be parked in the chair, not because yep. respect the chair. I respect yeah, the. Well, I respect that that's position. What I was trying of trying to get at is that you sat in that seat. And you know what it's like to be challenged. Challenged. So it's one of these where, when someone you have more respect for the seat because you know, when it comes to that seat, it, it, it is. It should be exactly what Earl just said. It's right. a, it's it's a type of power where you do. You. It's not a dictatorship until, or sorry, it's not a democracy until. There's money to be spent. Right. If I bang that gavel, that's it. Even still, the master can still say, "Yeah, we're not paying that." <laughs> right? Or, <laughs> yeah, well, or right. I will. I will not entertain that motion. Yeah. The, the, right. the story. Or, we're going to table that till next meeting. Yep. Right. So, 
Let's move on. Talked about the master's chair. You are now the treasurer of Morningstar Lodge. Talk about it. What's it like? Pain in the ass? Easy? Oh, well, the uh, uh, now it's easy. Now <laughs> it's very easy because it, it, was, it was a pain in the ass to start out with because, I mean, I can, I can barely balance my own checkbook, let alone the let alone the lodges where you have to make reports and stuff like that. But, but after, I don't know, the first year, uh, you learn how to deal with the checkbook. You learn how to, well, we've got a, we've got a crazy bank. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how they stay in business, but, but we, we, you learn to deal with the bank. You learn to deal with just the mechanics of, uh, of, uh, you know, uh, dealing with the money. And, and frankly, what I do is I think it's every, yeah, this is this is another part of my crazy personality, but I, but I think it's every. Are you going to use the voice? The voice? The no, no, not voice? the crazy voice. Okay. Not the crazy voice. <laughs> every four days, I, I have a I have a I have a reminder system that I spend fifteen minutes on the being a treasurer. Mm-hmm. So for fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, I I do I get up my my to do list. I pull it up. I pay the bills. I do the. I, I, I'm doing some paperwork for the trustees that I shouldn't be doing, and uh, and I and I, I just basically go through and do that work. And at the end of the 15 minutes, shut it, set it down. Then then four days later, I uh, I do it again, and I'll tell you, it's uh, it's a kind of thing where it's it's now it's very mechanical. There's nothing nothing really that hard to do. That's why I do it. Actually, I want to ask you about this, and I just want to talk about. Um you actually, during a couple of years ago, actually had a massive heart attack, and you got really sick. Yeah, that was 2016. 2016. And you were in the hospital laid up for quite some time, and it was kind of a scramble for us to try to, because again, we're the lodge. We still got to function. We still got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. We still got things to do. And with Earl, you know, when you went down, it was a tough thing. And when I walked into the bank, and again, I'm the, I'm the secretary, so I, I went in there. I wrote the letter saying, you know, we're Morningstar Lodge. I don't our treasurer is really sick. We kind of need to pay the bills and blah 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 blah. They walked out there, looked at me like, "Yeah, get out." <laughs> they, no, they don't talk care. To me. Banks they don't, don't care. care. They, they don't, don't give a damn. But we we ended up finagling and everything. So I two things I want to say. Number one, every lodge should have assistant treasurer and secretary. Agree, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely yeah. have to have somebody else who knows what the hell is going on in the lodge. We're working on that, <laughs> but uh, everybody needs to know. Not everybody, but you need to have another. Every lodge has to have assistant secretary and treasurer, somebody else who can control the money and pay the bills and or send in the monthly reports because Grand Lodge don't give a damn either. They will fine you for not sending in monthly. So right. I don't know how every state is. I'm just simply talking about this state. I mean, granted, I don't think the Grand Lodge of the state of Connecticut would really, I think they would understand. But I'm just making a point. Some Grand Lodges might not. The, the bank certainly. The, I, I know, the I bank know exactly doesn't give a yeah, rat's ass. Yeah. It's like that yeah. scene from Goodfellas. And number two. F you, pay me. So <laughs> it's that scene. Show me the money. That's, how the bank that's an absolute right. The, the kid money. needs braces. F you, pay me. Mm-hmm. That's Lost your job. F you, pay me. That's Massive heart attack. F you, pay me. <laughs> that is definitely right. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, so when uh, Worship Brother Earl here was in the hospital and everything, I'm I'm scrambling. I'm looking for things. And I, I uh, was basically grabbing all his books and everything. This is the most organized guy I've ever <laughs> met in my fucking life. Because I got his book that was shown to me. Uh, of his itinerary, he actually has an itinerary of the day, and it's like 
Ready? And I swear to God, I shit you not. I wish I had the page. I should have snapped the picture, but it was great. It was I like should've, I should have brought my notebook. It was like uh, ten o'clock, eat breakfast. <laughs> Eleven o'clock, pay Morningstar bills. Twelve o'clock, smoke a cigar. Like, nice. I swear to God, it's exactly what it looked like. And I was That's impressed. Awesome. I'm like, wow. He's, maybe he should have been secretary. He's more organized than I am. He's got his stuff together. Yeah, <laughs> got, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I, I will sit there and I'll get my email and I'm like, oh, damn it. I forgot to send in the monthly. I'm like, oh, yeah, fire it right now. But uh, I just I wanted to, to compliment you on that. You are extremely organized every, in that respect. Every, every day you open your <laughs> notebook, you write the date on the, on the, in the notebook page, then you go number one through five. One, two, three, four, five. These are the five things I want to I want to do today, and if you're lucky to get to number four, you, that's a you've good, had day. A good day. That's a good day. <laughs> but I was very impressed by seeing that. Uh, it was it was pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I remember I remember one of my one of my uh, son's friends seeing that when we had a had a little trip up to up to uh, to uh, Fenway Park. And I think he referred to it as Rain Man. He says, <laughs> I think your father is Rain Man. <laughs> so you're yeah. a Boston Red Sox fan? No. No? Oh. No. Oh, well. No, I'm, I, uh, I thought we had something in common. No. No. Yeah. Definitely not across the no. table here, too. No, Joe? Eh. He's a, oh, he's okay. a redhead. Of course he's a Red Sox fan. All right. Yeah, more. I concentrate I'll, I'll on, slink back into the background. I concentrate on the football dynasty that I'm a fan <laughs> Me of. Me as well. Okay, whatever. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a Patriot fan, <laughs> if that counts. Yeah. That's what I got. Didn't, yeah, just, didn't just in case you didn't hear that I spit on the floor. Didn't shed a tear for the Bruins. The Red Sox win. I was upset when Big Poppy got shot. Yeah. But that's a whole I think other, anybody who's a baseball fan that's would a whole be upset other by thing. that. It's that's actually uh, pretty funny because uh, Earl is a diehard Steelers fan. And uh-huh. uh, I can't tell how many texts I've sent him. I've sent him a couple. I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, you'll be <laughs> the solace in the fact that I raised the Steelers fan. My daughter... Who uh, just turned eighteen a little while ago is a diehard Steelers fan. Excellent, so. excellent. How'd that happen? <laughs> Bad parenting. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. I'll tell the story as quickly wow. as I can. I'm gonna take my shots where I can. The Patriots Steelers <laughs> Halloween 4:30 right. game uh, already crazy. dark. I gotta let it happen. She wanted to go trick or treating. I wanted to watch the game. She rooted for the team that was playing against the Patriots because they had yellow pants. Wait, 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 wait! I forgot. That's right. You're a Patriots fan like me, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Oh my God! Oh, we're How did you let her be a Steelers fan? I would have disowned her. If my son ever comes to me and says to me, "Sorry, hold on, we're we're going to talk about Patriots for a second here." If my son ever comes to me and says, "Dad, I'm a Seahawks fan," I'm going to look at him and go, "Get out." <laughs> well, because I didn't perceive them as a threat at that point. I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And That's but right. the funny thing is, they went up like 21 nothing in the first quarter. And then I'm like, fine, let's go trick-or-treating then because the game's <laughs> over. That's fine. You got your way. And it just stuck. And then the next year they won the Super Bowl, and I started traveling to Pittsburgh a lot, <laughs> bought her a terrible towel, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, we, we were at the home opener this season That's or funny. this past this, season. So. This is this is funny because it just popped into my head. I've never had an opportunity to, to speak to to the entire country. but so, <laughs> And so, the world. Well, the, the world. I'm sure there are other – other situations like this. So I, I grew up in I grew up in Pittsburgh, and what I'm what I'm gonna, gonna what I'm thinking about is I'm thinking of the uh, the people who are listening are from maybe from Kansas City or from Seattle or maybe Indianapolis, where there's a city and there's a team. So when I when I was growing up, you uh, you went to the grocery store. It was completely 
decorated in black and gold. Yep. The idea of asking who's your favorite team was a very abstract thing. Right, right. Nobody had, there was just, it was not even a question. Here, here in Seymour, looking out the window, Seymour, one of the most ordinary places in the world, in the middle of New England, we have this absolutely ridiculous thing of who's your favorite team? Oh, I like the Patriots. Oh, I like the Jets. Oh, I like the... Well, I like the, uh, I like the Giants. Let me I, say. I mean, it's the dumbest thing in the world. You go into a grocery <laughs> store, and you'll find that they're 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 willing to, to put up stuff for anybody you like. Let me just say those places that I mentioned. No, I've never I've never gone to to Indianapolis in the in the uh, during the well actually Indianapolis. That's a different thing because they because I, I I went to school at Purdue, so they love the Bears. But Kansas City, I I'll bet you there was nothing but red. Right. Anywhere in Kansas. Well, that's just the thing about Connecticut. Now, let me just say on this funny thing about Connecticut. Okay, we have again. We'll just use we'll just use football for example. You have the New York Jets, the New York Giants. You have the New England Patriots, all pretty much in the same area. And same unfortunately, the right? bad part about Connecticut is it's it's in between. It's like if New York and Boston took a shit right in the middle. That's exactly <laughs> what Connecticut <laughs> is. So you have this meddling of the, Connecticut doesn't have its own sports teams. Right, not just the Whalers left. No, no, I missed the Whalers. Oh, I missed the Whalers. I had to turn into a Devils fan because the Whalers went away. Fun fact: the same exact thing. You're a Devils fan too? Yeah, because I could not root for a team in Carolina. I freaking love you. I couldn't do it. We gotta stop this back and forth stuff going on. Like we gotta stop. No, we can have our kumbaya stuff off here. We can. We gotta go at it. You're still a ginger. All right. I have one more question you know since we're talking football and Steelers oh, okay. Patriots all right you know what I'm sure nobody in Europe gives a crap about what we're talking well, about we're no. talking about American Michael football. Alchin just put well, up Michael, a bunch of maybe, yeah. he put up a bunch of soccer stuff and I'm I know uh, about nothing about soccer actually I, I can't lie I know nothing about soccer Michael Alchin is uh, a listener from uh, Western Australia Western or Eastern I'm gonna go Western I will find out Western Somewhere, Michael Alchin, yell at me. Let me know. Pretty sure Western. Yeah, I think it's he's Western. Listening live right he's now. not like in the outback. No, he's Western. No, he'll send me. A, he'll send me a, a, a he uh, it, yeah. direct message. Or maybe he's from New Zealand. No, <laughs> no don't do that. Sorry, bro. Michael. Sorry. I know that's not <laughs> nice. No I'm sorry. But it's uh, almost as wrong as pointing out the fact that Tom Brady has as many rings as the entire Steelers franchise. That is but true. I'm not gonna. I won't go there. Right, we're gonna wrap this up because I think there's gonna be a brawl. There's gonna be a fight. Yep, there's gonna be a fight. Hey, part of being brotherly is taking a shot at your brother when you can. <laughs> that's that's part of that's part of what you get, what we do here. Uh, Worship brother Earl. Thank you for coming up here. Thank you for you're talking to welcome. us. Uh, you're welcome up here anytime you want to come up here and poke fun and have fun. This one has been uh, relatively docile. This is a very good episode. I enjoyed this one. Some of them are. I don't think so. I like the first first episode that I come up with being called docile. I don't like that at all. In fact, I mean, I'm not even sure. Intelligent. We, I don't can, go, we can go after hours. Does anybody oh, think he actually can. knows what the word docile means? You think but can he spell I, it? So yeah, see, that's right where I was going. Define it. <laughs> Joe, docile. <laughs> Bitch, docile. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the people that followed Jesus? The dociles? <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
<laughs> Damn you, Joe. You got me with the last one, puppet too. Puppet George is definitely you still said- my favorite character. <laughs> well, what are you, you going to mean? Episode, that was the puppet. The last episode, you hit me with that, too, when you said, can you, can you spell it? I don't remember what it was. I don't even remember the word, but it was a, the literally last podcast we just did. I'm sorry. That's all right. I love it. All right. Maybe we'll go to some after hours. Why not? We haven't done one in a while. No, we haven't. Oh, right. no, For the Freemasons Podcast, I am right worshipful brother George Marjorie signing off. Worshipful brother Joe signing off. Worshipful brother Ken signing off. Brother Daniel signing off. Worshipful brother Earl signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Hey.